York Studios in West Atlantic City, New Jersey. It's the Quizzo Trivia Podcast with your hosts, Nick and Drew. To participate, tweet us at Quizzo Podcast or send us an email at info at quizzopodcast.com. That's Q-U-I-Z-Z-O. Now, let's get to the show. This is me trying to relate with the kids. Oh, so this is a... From is a musical a standpoint. Am I on? For some reason, I can't hear myself. Uh, you can't hear yourself. There, there we go. Now, oh. now I'm good. Oh. Oh. It's about to... What's up, it's about everybody? to break, everybody. Get your things out that you do when this stuff happens. You start banging stuff together. <laughs> you know. Glow sticks. It's it's Ibiza. It's all the cool kids are doing it. I like it. You have me at hello. Yeah, so it's actually a uh, a Canadian band named Dragonette that had a song, and then this DJ came up with a sick beat and re-released it. And it's this DJ featuring this band Dragonette. But this guy made the news, Nick. He's not a not a popular fella right now because he did one of the most insensitive things of all time and I'm wondering if you heard about it. Uh, let's see. Did he bash Joy Behar on Fox News? That was good. <laughs> Get himself fired from the... Uh, John Rich... Well, Kid Rich... Uh, <laughs> Kid Bob yeah. Richie. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, I don't know. I don't know. What... All right. I'm out of the loop so, on this one. So picture I don't this. know who we're talking about. So picture about, this. But, You're uh, in an age of Me Too. You're in an age of female empowerment and you have the first ever winner of a major soccer award awarded to a female. There's a male version of this award, and that's your first trivia question. What's the biggest award in soccer? Is it the Ballon d'Or? Yes, it is. The Golden Foot? You have learned the so golden much. Ball. Uh, the Golden, golden ball. ball, yes. Not the Isn't there something foot. named after the foot? The game, football. Um, okay. <laughs> so the Ballon d'Or finally got around to being progressive enough to award the female version, right? So this year was the stuff. first time? The first ever winner of the female Ballon d'Or. And to present this monumental achievement to this athlete who has trained her whole life, they bring on the DJ, Martin Slovak. And right. he says to her, congratulations, can we see you twerk? Ah. And she looked at him and said, uh, no, fuck off. Well, yeah, you know what? He's a DJ, though. Yeah, <laughs> his life is twerking. I mean, and look at where it's and, coming and that, from. And that's roughly his uh, excuses. I don't speak the language. I don't even know. I mean, he's, I just he's don't a know. DJ. He's a DJ. I don't even. I mean, it's not like she's being presented this award by the president of FIFA. Yeah, I get that. But and he's why, asking her to twerk. Why was Martin Slovak like, well, <laughs> presenting the, the award but when you in the put first somebody place. who has no business being there well, in the first place? What did you and think then they was going to happen? Then who's surprised? Yeah, I'm not a, surprised. It's a moment. So this woman, you should see, like, the facial reaction it's, was like, it's, what? It's like having Hulk Hogan present the award and then him asking her to see her pythons. Yeah, right? <laughs> I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, this is the guy's life. Can he's I, a, he's right, a he's DJ. A DJ. He's like, they got fun times, eh? You look cute. The twerk. Yeah, let's twerk. Twerk for the DJ. Yeah, twerk for the DJ. Yeah, uh, right. Yeah. yeah. Didn't It did not go over well. Let's just say that this poor guy is... Went from the I ultimate DJ. Oh, he is like the lightning rod now of the, you know, the toxic masculinity movement. I was given some advice as the a craziest young child I've ever heard that in my I've life. followed What's that? up until this point that has served me well, and it is do not volunteer for anything. <laughs> because true. all it can do it's is get you into death. trouble. This poor guy's making a by a big career. Ask not what your country could make do it, for you. Make Ask five, how you ten G's a night DJ you know, pressing anything. a button and this he gets out there and now he's a lightning rod. sabotaged his career this and will never be the same. He, it, it, he went right on with the apology and it was just like every comment on there was I mean, he worse didn't, than the next. He didn't like say show your tits. I said let's see you twerk. twerk. <laughs> Come on. It's pretty much... The equivalent. I mean, it, it was it was a very DJ thing to say. Yes. If you like know this guy's life, it's it makes a, a lot of sense. What do you expect the guy to say? Well, I just played you his song, so right. think of what's going on in his head. You know, <laughs> <laughs> like I'm the the party. He's you know he's and sitting the fact there like that twerking hey. is offensive oh. at this point. Can you just... even imagine? 
I just I love uh, reading stuff about things people did that they can never get away with today. For example, I'm going to start you off with this question. Like Ringo's song? Oh, yeah, you're 16, you're beautiful, and you're mine? Yeah, yeah that's probably not appropriate. Yeah, how old was he when he wrote that song? Not 16 also. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, I was writing it from the perspective of a 16-year-old. Oh, okay, sure. That would be a great like piece if we did a whole docuseries just on just most... like the stuff that people got away with that... This in is today's one, day and age. This is one. I got one. As a marketing move in 1989, what billionaire created a hot air balloon to look like a UFO and then dressed the little person up like an alien to scare people when it landed? Can you imagine, like, a marketing stunt today where a major company mm-hmm. CEO is like, I know what I'm going to do. Let's grab a midget. Let, Dress right, him right. up I like use an alien. The, the, right. I use the appropriate term. Do you think he term. said the appropriate term at the time of the stunt, though? I mean, he did not. You're trying to bring me back into the He did the, not. Into the I, fold I assure here you, the I'm article to... that I read about this incident did not use the word little person. Right. Rest okay. assured. Okay. <laughs> okay. They were using the M word. I'm just saying, speaking about things that couldn't have been done. So which billionaire pulled this uh, prank off? Do you remember even hearing about this? Well, that's, that's what I'm saying. I don't think it was that good of a prank because... Not that memorable. It's not that memorable. Uh, it sounds like something Richard Branson would do. It is Richard Branson. <laughs> <laughs> what does that say about, about Richard Branson? Just, that I didn't, you know, he's Martin Slovak. He's like, hey, let's get this guy dressed up. And completely <laughs> insensitive, <Just> right. out <laughs> of touch <laughs> with <laughs> everything. And just look at the blow some dough. <laughs> I mean, it's... On a stunt. You know, it's uh, those men are walking around going, what has happened to the world? I can't dress my little people up like aliens anymore and launch them on hot air balloons for publicity. It's a sad day. What do I mean, you he have did for name me? his empire virgin. There you go. Which is not at all inappropriate. Uh, what do I have? All right. What German word for attention? I have a German word question, too. Is Really? <laughs> I swear to God. It's, it's, in, it's in the end. I wasn't even going to give it to you. So but now strange. that you mentioned it, it's there. German word for attention is uh, used in the title of a U2 album. Achtung. Achtung. Yes. Did you know what Achtung meant? Attention. Okay. Yes, I did. Yeah, I never realized. Achtung, baby. It's probably one of those things I pondered before the internet. (laughs) Like, what Octung means because it always seemed like such a strange title and why they went to that. What's one of the most popular uh, ends of a last name in uh, in Germany? Mm. Ends of a last name in. It's also the end of a country that's like on the border of Germany. It's like a principality. It's like one of the smallest countries in the world. Berg. No, you're close though. Not a berg. Berg. Put me out of my misery. Stein. Okay. Lichtenstein. Is that something? Okay. All right. Lichtenstein Castle. That's a castle. It, I don't think Lichtenstein is a it, principality. It, no, is but it? it's a castle. It's a famous castle somewhere in okay. Germany. All right. All right. So Stein. Do you All know right. what Stein means? Stein. What does Stein mean? I mean, not a beer stein. Right. That's sort of the impetus of the question, right? So what is a beer stein? It's a large cup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A cup right. made out of... That's exactly right. So the name Stein doesn't come from that, but there's an interesting story behind it, which is how I got the question. Okay. Do you care to guess? Stein, what am I guessing at? What does Stein mean? I'll ask you this So it way. doesn't mean cup. It doesn't mean... You ready? This is how I ask it on the, uh, uh, on the said quiz, because there's a tiny bit of a hint here. Uh, Stein means what material in German? Steel? Stone. Oh, stone. Yes. Yeah. So a beer stein was a stone goblet. Okay. Or, and uh, that's... Gotcha. Right. Gotcha. Stone. Okay. Right, right, right. So stone. So huh. it's like the last name in Germany. It's like Matt Stone is, you know, Matt Stein. Okay. Gotcha. So if your name was Stein and you came over, you could have changed it to stone. Stone. Yeah. Right. So I don't think a lot of people know that. Like Stein doesn't sound like stone. You wouldn't. Have, I, I never would have made that association. Anyway, what do you got for me? Who is taking credit for making yoga popular? Who is taking credit for making yoga popular? Ringo Starr? Now this... Uh, Willie Nelson? I don't know why I get such a kick out of this, because it's like one thing to think that the world revolves around you or to have, like, no real... Kanye West? <laughs> it's it's not as good as Kanye West. <sighs> but, like, now this person in an, in an Al interview Gore? has come out and said that they are the reason... Al Gore. Kim Kardashian. 
you're just naming funny names. Trying to think of, trying to think of like who Richard really thinks Simmons. enough of themselves that they could have made yoga popular. This is a celebrity, an actress who has like a lifestyle website. Who is it? Uh, the Kate Hudson? Are you familiar with the website Goop? I am not. It's such a oh, bad name. Oh, wait a name. minute! Wait a minute! Wait a minute! But um. Uh, Gwyneth Paltrow? Yes. Gwyneth Paltrow has now taken credit for making so yoga So somebody popular. that I've literally never associated with yoga ever is, is, is taking credit for the popular. To, say that she's to the, the point where she was commenting on how she went to a yoga studio and how this like young girl who was assisting her asked her like if she had done much yoga before. And in her mind she was thinking, you have a job because of me. This is what she said in an interview. Because she's made yoga popular. Okay, (laughs) it's just like holy. You ready? Holy crap, Nick! Nick, I'm about to reenact the moment from the life of Gwyneth Paltrow. Listen, Gwyneth. Okay, just understand. No one is ever going to be good enough for you, Gwyneth. Okay, no one can satisfy what you think of yourself. I'm leaving, and I never want to speak to you again. That's the Coldplay dude. Right, but you're not leaving. We're gonna. We're gonna. Nobody is going to be good enough for you, Gwyneth. Nobody. What did they call it though? They didn't break up those two. They, they. Do you remember they, that? They drifted. They, no, uh, they, no. They had they, a. They. Uh, they co. They something. Co. Ex- they co. And they invented a word for it. Oh, it, nice. it is hilarious. Fantastic. Yeah, I, I'll I'll look it up. It, it is so funny. But yeah, so could you imagine? Excuse me, Miss Paltrow. I just how long has say, yoga I been just around? Want to say. I'm so grateful for the work you've done for yoga <laughs> you. and your ability to Thank spread you for something that yoga is so popular healthy, for the rest of us. Despite so we the can... fact you haven't done a relevant movie in like 17 years and almost nobody knows who you are anymore. <laughs> I just want to say thank you. Thank you for the work. Thank you for the work. Can you even imagine? Oh, my oh, God. People are so self-absorbed. I love uh, it. It is astonishing. Let me ask you a science question. Uh, sodium bicarbonate is better known to you as what? Sodium bicarbonate. Sodium bicarbonate. Is better known as what? Yes. Mm. If I was to go to the store or to the lab or to the hardware facility of your choice and buy sodium bicarbonate, not that you can necessarily oh, get is, it. It's just uh, this is annoying you, me because I, I know I've for? seen this before. I know, I know I know this, but I don't know why it's not. When I know the answer, it's to not. Sodium, it's not salt. It, it annoys me too. No, that's uh, sodium chloride. Yeah, exactly. That's why it's a good question because it's not sodium salt. bicarbonate. Oh, baking soda. Baking soda. Yes, took a second there. Sorry, it wasn't it on my. It clicked. I literally <laughs> heard it click, <laughs> I folks. You could hear it click. He literally. Ding. There was a click. I Ding. heard a click. I, I knew I'd see that before. All right, give me one more G- uh, general knowledge question. We'll move on to sports. I got some good ones in sports. Okay. I already asked you about the Ballon d'Or winner. By the way, her name was Ada Hegerberg. Never heard of her. Well, you don't Irish girl? Her. No, uh, some country in Scandinavia. I know that's Scandinavian, huh? Cran- yeah, but she plays in France, I think. Tall drink of water? Uh, beautiful blonde. How she twerk? I don't know, but she is a talented footballer, and that's Apparently that she has some mouth on her. No, she was just incredibly offended by an insensitive question at a moment in history. It's like, Jackie Robinson, how does it feel to be the first African-American to break the color barrier? Can you moonwalk for us? <laughs> that's, all right, I'm not thinking of it as that. That's kind of what it is. I just, I'm, not, I'm not there with, that's I'm not there with her. I'm not there with her. That's kind of what it is. I think we're all taking ourselves a little too seriously well, yes. is what the problem yes, is. Yes, we certainly it's are. It's hardly Jackie Robinson who was thrown... You know, things at and yeah, spit nobody, on. And, trust you know, me, you know, Aga, nobody was throwing anything yeah, at her nah. except phone numbers. That's kind of what I'm thinking. Yeah. All right. This is so out of your wheelhouse, but. Love it. Uh, I know you are a fan of the theater to a certain extent. Terrible I mean, trivia from it, but okay. Let's uh, go. Let's go. Did you see the musical Cats? I did. That's but, what I thought. But I was six. Okay. It's the first one I saw. Okay. And I was six. Because I have not seen Cats. I was six. And I never had any interest in it. I was six. And I, much like you, am not a fan of Cats. So I this was... has always eluded me. I remember being really close up to the whole thing and being kind of in awe at the stage. Like, 
I just also remember not enjoying any of it and understanding any of it. All right, so let's get to the root of that here okay. for a second. So uh, I was not aware of this, but you can't deny Cats the Musical, one of the most successful musicals of Broadway history. People acting like cats that are abandoned out in... Old Possum's Book of Practical Cats is a collection of poems and the basis for Cats the Musical. Okay. Who was the poet that gave us Old Possum's Poet... Old Possum's Book of Practical Cats, the inspiration okay. behind the musical Cats. Okay, okay. I always just thought it was a free-for-all. I, I didn't so realize like there Whitman? was any. Yeah, I'm going, like Whitman. I'm, I'm, but... All right, I'm going for something in that world, right? So that kind of. Yes. Okay. So... I can give you a little background on this guy if you if that helps you at all. I, I'm Somewhat not of an interesting. With, I'm not good with poetry. No, who either, is? So this is my right. Yeah, yeah. Who yeah, is? I mean, like, this is a tough. I can name, that's why like, I said the totally out of the wheelhouse. Ones, but yeah. uh, if it's not, you've heard the name before. It's not like sure. it's... All right, go ahead. Try to help me out. All right, so this poet was actually born in St. Louis and left the U.S., renounced his U.S. citizenship, and became a subject of, you know, Britain. Britain. So he's a he's like the reverse yeah, immigration. Right. Yeah, no, I know, I know. Um, I know who it is, and I can't remember his name. So just... No guess? Lay it out there. I, I And this happened in the, what, late 1800s? Yes. Not, not like the... Revolution. It was like a long. No, 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 no. It was eight, late eighteen hundreds. <sighs> All right, give me. He's, uh, he's born in the eighteen hundreds. Elliot, you got it. That's it. You got it. Nicely done. Holy sh! Man, that's a good pull. All right. Yeah, I was okay. I, I, I was like, I've heard the story. I've yeah, heard this good, story. Good for you. Good for you. Guys got initials. It's a cat's. I had. PSL. I had you at less than ten percent. That, to get that. So. That was a miracle. Nicely done. That was a miracle. I'm not going to lie to you. Um, all right. So let's see what we got in the world of sports. We'll move on. Did you hear what city was awarded the National Hockey League's 32nd franchise beginning play? In <laughs> you know what I was just thinking about yesterday? What's that? I think we need another NHL team. Oh, yeah. We don't have enough oh, NHL gotta, teams. Gotta, Atlantic City. Bring it on back. What they should do is immediately get rid of half of the NHL teams. <laughs> Get it back to 16. Promotion and relegation then maybe, in NHL. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. All right, I, I mean, well, that's not going to happen. The 32nd NHL team. It's coming on. 2021. What city just got awarded the latest NHL expansion franchise? Seattle. Yes. I got a great name for him. It's been all over, but the Seattle Rain with Rain spelled like. R-A-N-I. Oh, yeah. That's a good one. Yeah, that's a good right? one. Yeah. I, I like They it. haven't announced the name. Nah. Just the city. Yep. Yep. 2021. I. Look forward to another NHL team. When was the last time you paid any attention to the National Hockey League? Were you a little caught up in Vegas? No, it was. Uh... It was. I was with you. I remember specifically. It was Game Seven of the Stanley Cup Final in 2000, <laughs> and you and I elected not to watch it. Yes, and I remember, I remember that, we like, did like... something else. Yeah, and it was like, all right, so this is it. This like, is it, man. it's the most over. Exciting day. We're jumping ship on the NHL. One hundred percent. Because if Out. we can't watch Game, game seven, seven of the Stanley Cup Final, yeah, then I'm not going to pretend anymore. That's beautiful. Yeah, what a story. Uh, right. What happened with the NHL was video game hockey was better than real hockey. Still is. And that made it. Uh, it's not even close. The that two made of it them different. are not even comparable. All right, what do you have for me? I have so much sports here, but what do I want to get to? Uh, uh, did you see the. Well, since you asked me a, a female question, my first one, I'll leave with that. Did you see who the GQ Woman of the Year for 2018 is? a sports question so let's go serena williams yes you got it no i didn't yeah yeah well i figured gay birth came back don't you think that's a little You're when not... was the last you saw serena williams cheating at the u.s open oh, and then stop. throwing a big temper tantrum oh stop. so we're gonna make her woman of the we year love serena we're not even going there I'm no not, no I'm not i think it's it. a little deaf to uh what we you know what we i did see a hilarious picture of beyonce next to ed sheeran and beyonce is dressed basically like some sort of you know, carnival act, and Ed Sheeran just wearing his, like, same T-shirt and jeans. And it's one of the most bizarre pictures I've ever seen of two people put next to me. Right, I, got, I, got this I don't know why I brought that up, this but is, I did. This is hilarious to me. So, all right, who has the most 40-yard touchdown passes this year for the New York football giants? Odell Beckham. Two. <laughs> you know how many Eli has? One. Zero. Zero. <laughs> 
Hall but, of Fame. H-O-F. I will give Eli credit. He is no longer the worst starting quarterback in the NFL, and I have 100% proof. 100% proof. Okay. So the early line last week, and you could bet this on Monday before the Washington game between the Eagles, the line, the look-ahead line for the Washington Giants game this week. It's Mark Sanchez. Had, had Washington, okay, favored by one and a half. So Colt McCoy's right. Washington Redskins one and a half were favored by one and a half. Mark Sanchez's Colt McCoy got Or Josh now, Johnson's Washington Redskins, right. too. So the Mark Sanchez Washington Redskins are now minus three and a half. So they've adjusted the spread five points from Colt McCoy to Mark Sanchez. That's that, actually, my friends. That is far, far <laughs> More credit than I thought. I thought you were about to tell me it's like it's eleven and a half. Well, in the world of NFL power ratings, Five points is huge. They are now the worst team in the NFL. They are the thirty-second power-rated team in the NFL, playing for nothing. Sanchez. And by the way, right back to where we said we they love to be six and six. If well, now if they're not going to be able to keep that five hundred thing going anymore with Mark Sanchez. Yeah, I mean, maybe if they get a win against there's New York. There's only four games left, man. You think they can win left. two games? No. No. But I either. think they could, like, oh, well, I think t- they I could win one. If they go seven lose and nine. Two, or yeah. lose one. Go one and three. Win one. Yeah, I guess, I, it's possible. I don't know. We'll see. All right. Uh, this is one of my favorite minor league team names ever, 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 ever. Do you know what city the Mud Hens play minor league baseball in? Mm. The Mud Hens. What I love about minor league baseball is all these teams that are they're only allowed to be one name and since they can't like be the Lions, the Tigers, whatever, they got to keep coming up with these really unusual names in order to get the copyrights on that team name because all the others are basically in public domain. Yeah, I'm surprised that they don't go even more out of the box. Oh, the dude, sweater puppies. Dude, I got one uh there's a team called the Rocket City Trash Pandas. Yeah, we talked about yeah, the, yeah, trash yeah, pandas. the Trash Pandas. There's a beer now called that. Oh, trash panda! Hey, you asked me what a trash panda was, and I missed it. Yeah, record. And then I was like, "What? Well, you know, looking for uh, the beer aisle." Trash see, panda, t- trash panda beer. I was oh, like, I love oh, it. So that that's becoming a thing. I like it. Is uh, it the Toledo uh, Mudheads? Un- uh, un- yes, it is the Toledo Mudheads. <laughs> uh, unlike uh, Score, Score never became a thing, but the uh, trash pandas did. The Toledo Toledo Mudheads. mud-heads. My, we had. Uh, I don't know if you saw in the this past week's quiz, we had the round of fictional coaches picture round yeah i saw them okay so my favorite fictional coach ever in any movie ever is lou brown who is the fictional coach of cleveland indians in major league okay his character is lou brown yeah oh my god i love him when the gm calls him up and he's at a tire shop and they're (laughs) like hey lou this is uh the general manager of the cleveland indians how would you like to manage the indians next year Oh, I don't know there, Marty. Uh, let me think about it. I got a couple on the other line calling about a pair of white walls. <laughs> <laughs> or you could manage the Cleveland Indians. Well, they're like, who is Lou Brown? He's like, he managed the Toledo Mud Hens for the last seven seasons. <laughs> like, oh. There you go. I knew it was in there somewhere. I didn't know where. Toledo's interesting, though, because, you know, the Michigan-Ohio State rivalry, right? Probably the greatest rivalry of all time. Yeah, it's, you know where it's that right ri- up there. Do you know why that Although, is rivalry, still a rivalry is what it is? When you're dominated, to it that is between level? states. The, right, but the I mean, state of Michigan and the state of Ohio have an inherent hatred of each other, and the reason why is Toledo. The two states fought over Toledo as a city to join their respective city. Okay. And at the time, it their was state. a very uh, their respective state, and at the time, it was a very important city uh, to have. So Ohio, yeah, is it on the water? There? Yeah, yeah, it's right, so it's right there, shipping and whatnot. Right. So uh, that's where the bitterness comes from between Michigan and Ohio State is over. So Toledo, Toledo chose to be part of Ohio and forever. Can't get that one back. And forever. <laughs> they will we like Ohio, though. So that I mean, decision. Let's put it this way. We got way more Quizzo shows in Ohio than we do uh, Michigan. So if we're taking sides in this argument, it's going to be <laughs> Team Ohio for us. So go Buckeyes. Anyway, what do you got in sports since you said you're loaded? I have one more. Okay. Let's My see. last one's a fun one. Ah, uh, the old auctioning off of something. Oh, my favorite. I'm wondering if you know this, because I did, and it kind of bothered me that I knew this, because it's like, wow, why did I even know that? But anyway, yeah, do you know what kind you, of You know car... where I get that a lot? What? When I hear a sound clip, and it's something embarrassing, and I'm like, oh, Jesus, I got that <laughs> way too fast. It's like, <laughs> why do I know Backstreet Boys within three notes? Sure. Not not proud of that. 
All right, so do you know what kind of car LeBron James drove in high school? Do you remember what kind of car LeBron James drove no, in No, but this school? could go one of two ways. It could either be a wildly inappropriate car for a man that's in high school from a low-income family that just makes you think corruption is like— Yeah, but in—no, because it was before—he never went to college. Yeah, I know. So they could just—there was no corruption. Oh, he could just sign for— Yeah, because he, he's a— Jaguar? No. It was a Hummer. Okay. So they're auctioning it off. Oh, for nice. you know. LeBron's so I, I'm interested Hummer. to see how much that goes for. <laughs> is the more or less the tag Franklin's is house. the tagline LeBron's high school Hummer? <laughs> <laughs> is that what we're working with here? Yep. Yep. That's what we're, that's what we're working with. <laughs> they're auctioning off LeBron's high school Hummer. <laughs> Wait a minute. That can be completely misinterpreted. Yeah. For some reason, I remember that when he got he had that like they had him in high school and he was on TV and all and he was driving around that Hummer. Uh, Nick, how many sons named George does George Foreman Sr. have? Mm. There's a good one, right? Yeah, five. Yes, he does. He has five Why? Why Georges. Why do you know that? Why you that's know that's five dra- That's the best. The guy gets literally <laughs> beaten the head for a living, and he's just like, whatever, brain dead. He's like, I'm naming you all George. Everyone's George. We're all George. George, George, George. Don't even worry about it. And only in America could that guy make a hundred million dollars selling toaster ovens. Well, the best is that Hulk Hogan turned that down. <laughs> yes, that is the best. And it's like Bamford's brand, right? He's been literally Bamford's brand. Literally, the guy's been bankrupt before. And what, was and like, the, and what was the thing he chose to do instead? Was it there a different product? Like a that... grilled cheese maker or something that just never? I don't know. I I have a Foreman grill upstairs. That's all I can tell you. <laughs> One of the funny <laughs> stories is uh. Uh, Sebastian Maniscalco is talking about being in line, checking into a casino. Oh, and it, it, somebody's got like a Foreman grill. Oh, yeah. And he's like, what are you going to cook chicken in the room? <laughs> yeah, that's that's exactly what his plan was. That is exactly what his plan was. Um, OK, Nick, let's move on to geography history since we're trying to uh, give the folks a, a full show. But we still have time commitments because we're off to the owners meetings in Minnesota this week. Only in the NPSL league with 98 teams in 40 states. Oh, why are we going to Minneapolis? Minneapolis in December as a wise. I get it because it's got to be in one. Yeah, but that uh, doesn't make any sense either. Like, let's just all write off and say, OK, we'll do Miami. We'll do New Orleans. And we'll do uh, LA. LA, you know, yeah. and, and rotate between. Why, why should we all be Because they're trying to give everybody a chance to host. Well, I, I don't, don't know. Care. I don't know. <laughs> I'm happily be getting on a plane to go to Miami right now. Yeah, Supposedly, Minnesota is like linked with these like uh, out. The greatest is that they had the this. nerve to send an email saying uh, it's going to be cold. <laughs> <laughs> no way. So dress warm. No way. Just so you know, it's December in the coldest city in America by aggregate. So you, go crazy. Are, did you just send me an email? We, in case you were looking for I know tropical it's gonna be cold. climate. Right. How about we thought it was going to be Chicago? Like We, we were already oh, like positive. planning on what we were going to do in Chicago. Oh, I had I had the whole agenda. Not that I it's to... any warmer, but at least it's Chicago. <laughs> at least it's you're going to Chicago. I could eat steak for four straight days. You're yeah, right. Well, no, you can do that in Minnesota. Charlie, we're staying at the, at the W. It's not like we're in a, you know. And supposedly. Are we at the, the Omni? No, the W hotel. Oh, okay. And the best is the, the whole city is linked with these uh, things that connect it, so you never have to go outside, I've been told. You can get anywhere we'll in downtown see. walking through these, like, uh, clear tunnels. Anyway, I guess that's good for somebody who's not claustrophobic like me. Um, I'm going to ask you this question. <laughs> I got a good one. All right. I, I got um, a true or false and a multiple choice, and I am going to try to get you on both. A true false and a multiple choice. Yes, yeah, so my odds uh, are not high because you're very smart, and I'm giving you two things that are, you know, whatever. Yeah, chances are I go one and one. What do you want, the multiple choice or the true-false first? Let's go true-false first. True-false. True-false. There was once a Babylonian tablet discovered with a your mom joke on it. That is so ridiculous that I have to say true. It is true. Okay. You nailed it. Are you it. kidding me? I swear to God. What was the joke? 3,500 years ago, they found these Babylonian tablets, and these guy, this guy wrote a series of jokes on all of the tablets. Some of them were riddles, but one of them was something along the lines. I could read you exactly what it said, but it was to the effect of, like, your mom is ugly, and I have to drink to have sex with her. Okay, <laughs> that would play today, right? right? It was it was very much like I, mean, I don't think you really want people having sex with your mom. No, so that's a little different. But it, you know, you, but you, back then we don't really know what the Babylonian sense of humor was. But it was clear in the context <laughs> of finding these riddles and whatever else that these were jokes, and clearly that was a your mom joke. 
Yeah, that's funny. It takes it, right? That wins. Sure. Yeah, and I, you can look it up, folks. It's I'm not sure I'm going to use it, but it's funny enough. Yeah, well, it's, it is there. Uh, it is there. You can go look it up online. The Your Mom joke from Babylonian tablets 3,500 years ago. What do you got for me in geography history? I got one more reasonable one. All right, so we want two from me, right? Sure. I'll go easy and then tough. Sure. Okay. Do you have for me the Egyptian pharaoh that took the throne at age nine? Yeah, King Tut. King Tut. Absolutely. Yeah. Now I know his whole easy there, huh? his whole story. I'm I'm somewhat what, of a scholar. Was he eighteen when he died? Yeah. So basically, okay. So his dad, right, created a new religion. And, and based on what everybody knows, his dad was the first person ever to worship a single god. Really? Yes. And obviously, if you know anything about Egyptian history and religion, single god is not part of their vocabulary. No, they've got the sun god. Right. They had they've got every... they got cats. They, they, right. got they had a lot beetle. of gods. They were worshiping in- insects. But, um, but Akhenaten, the, 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 the not, they, they were focused basically on one god. So he was the first uh, guy to have you know that concept. Well, uh, he died and left King Tut, right? So they married Tut to some other noble family's head. Uh, and the guy that really ran the show was this high priest from this other religion. But he went like He all ran hardcore. the show until Tut was old enough? Is well, until does? Tut was 18, he killed Tut. Oh. So, it's only, so he was it's, murdered he by was a murdered high priest? He was murdered after he got married off to this other wealthy daughter of a noble family. And then the priest basically uh, ran. Now, what's really interesting is the priest then tried to marry the queen. Okay. okay? And the queen wrote to this neighboring country, the uh, – um, I'm going to screw up the name, but it's the basically near Israel, this, this huge military uh, enemy of Egypt, and said, if you send a prince and an army to fight this evil, you know, basically this usurper – I'll marry the prince and we can rule together because this guy's about to – he just killed my husband and he's trying to marry me. Okay. And this guy intercepted that note and met that prince before he got to Egypt and destroyed him in battle and killed that prince. There's a historical record of a battle that they fought uh, on the way and then basically you know, kept the bride and whatever. Oh, but, and ended up marrying the queen? Ended up marrying the queen, but then he was overthrown pretty shortly thereafter. Okay. So – no one lasts in the Game of Thrones. <laughs> you win or you die. So that's uh, that's the brief story of so King Tut. Poor Tut never had a chance. Tut never had a chance. And I, the high priest, he was not a one god guy. I, you Is know that what the? No, I think he was. I think he was the rebel. the The rebellion came from the people that were multi god guys. They were not a fan of this one god nonsense. So that's who eventually killed him. Okay. So and and even more so, he moved the capital out of its old capital into this other city that he built from scratch, basically as protection because he knew people were coming after him. Okay. So, interesting story, though. But you can read all about it. King Tut's dad and his oh. wife and all that stuff. Nefertiti? That was Nefertiti. She was the queen? Yeah, let's see, let's see. I definitely heard of her before. But I didn't know they were oh, related. No, no, no. awesome. Yeah, King Tut's what? No, no, no. It was okay. not Nefertiti. I don't know why, where I even, why I even threw that name out there. Uh, she's one of the famous ones, Nefertiti. Yes, for sure. But she has nothing to do with King Tut as far as I can tell. Anyway, moving on. Okay, my, uh, my multiple choice one. So you got me on the true and false. Okay. Uh, 2%, 22%, or 82%. What percentage of Jamaicans practice Rastafarianism? 2%. Or 22%. 22% or 82%. Yep. All right, well, I've been to Jamaica. Yeah, man. I would say 100% of them look like they practice Rastafarian. <laughs> you would think, man. So I'll go 82%. 2%. Oh, wow. Isn't that a good one? Yeah, jeez. Yep, I went with the huge... So spreads. Rastafarianism has just taken the Jamaican culture as their look. 2%. Yeah. Like, that's voodooism in the United States. Okay? Wow. <laughs> like, it's not even. Wow. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's... That's crazy that the association is just, oh, yeah, all the Jamaicans are Rastafarians. Well, because the Rastafarians, they took the colors of Jamaica. Oh, they the took the, lo- the logo, whatever. Yeah, yeah so. but only 2% of Jamaicans practice Rastafarians. And now you know. Any idea what the other 98% of them are practicing? Are they Christians over there? Jerk chickenism? Just, is that a thing? It's delicious. Oh, my God. I was, that seasoning. I can get behind jerk chickenism. I agree. I'm a, I'm a believer. All right, I got one left, so if you got one more. All right, here you go. What fruit is named for a city in Morocco? 
What fruit is named for a city in Morocco? Tough one here. Tangerines. You got it. Tangiers. Tangiers, Morocco. Boom. Third largest city in Morocco. Yeah. Good job. Thank you. Um, okay, Nollywood refers to the film industry of what African country, Nick? Nigeria. Yes. <laughs> I heard that there was a Nigerian yes, film there's a Nigeria thing coming. Bustling Nigerian yeah. film industry called Nollywood. That is shocking, but okay, good for them. Well, we're gonna get some Nollywood. If you can avoid Ebola, then go to the go to the theater. <laughs> That's a stereotype and horrible. All right, let's move on to entertainment <laughs> round six. What do you got for round six? As if they care about the round. Oh, entertainment, right? Yeah. Yes. Where is Aquaman from? Um, Atlantis. Yes. Yeah. The that makes city it, of Atlantis. for some reason, I'm now more interested in it because of that. I love Atlantis stuff. Oh, uh, the story of Atlantis is tremendous. Yeah, so, and the fact that most people point to the fact that that probably existed, and it makes sense from even a... You yeah, know, I mean, didn't, like, Plato speak of it? And, right, there was a lot of people that talked like about a it. Lot not, of, not like a fictional place. Right. Like a civilization that knew a lot more. I mean, there's a lot of weird things. A lot of weird things. So Yeah, but Atlantis is definitely one of those that keeps me interested, so... Sure. No, Did you see that that movie's coming out soon, right? I'm, I'm ready. You know who he's married to? I tell you, though, these these superhero movies, I can't get through them anymore. That's so hard. It's just, they just Even the ones much. that get, like, tr- like Wonder Woman everybody loved, I, I'm, like, asleep by the end of it. Yeah. Uh, do you know Even who, Black Panther, do you know I, I just Aquaman didn't care about. Aquaman is married to? Aquaman, who he's married to? Yeah. yeah I want Johnny one, Depp's I, ex-wife? I want one hour superhero movie. Yes. Two hours and 20 minutes. No, and two hours and hour. I'm just, uh, I, I'm asleep. I, I want less, not more. Yeah. You can make it for less money and it'll be more interesting. I, I can't stay awake. I can't stay awake Do for five him. parts. Do it over five years. Give me an hour to, a year. <laughs> All right. So who is he? Uh, do you know who his, his wife is in real life? She's an actress. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. You're saying the guy that Aquaman. plays yeah, Aquaman? Yeah. MoMA. Jason MoMA. Call, yeah, he was called Drogo. Yeah, he was Drogo. Okay. Uh, who is he married to? Yep. Yeah, I think I might know this. Uh, it's not Sofia Vergara. No. That guy <laughs> looks like him, though. Yeah. I like that, though. That guy's got some name. I love Joe. Imagine, yeah, Manginella. Manginella. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. some he name. In, he was in Pee Wee Herman's last movie. He was the point of Pee Wee Herman's last movie that he and Pee Wee had a bromance. Oh. Yeah, it was something. Uh man, who is that guy married to? I wish I could come back to this later. She was on the Cosby show. Oh. They're married? Married. For a long time. Yeah, Lenny Kravitz's ex. Lisa yes. Bonet. Lisa Bonet. Bingo. bingo. They're married? Married. I, you know, I didn't see that wedding. That's what was throwing me off. Been married a while. I did know they were together though. Jason. Alright, I'm gonna give you this one. Author Daniel O'Keefe is the creator of what alternative holiday. Made famous by a TV show. Once again, author. Festivus? Festivus! For yes. the rest of us. I'm about to give you some backstory. So people think it was created for Seinfeld. It was not. Daniel O'Keefe's son was a writer on Seinfeld. And he brought the idea into a meeting about this 1960s holiday his dad, who was a beatnik writer from the 60s, created to air his grievances about society. <laughs> the airing of grievances airing is my favorite part. Right, which you could think in the 60s was probably a big thing. So this guy was like, you know, we need something different, man. We need something more alternative. So he created Festivus all the way back in the 60s, but nobody cared. Sure. No, nobody picked up on it. It was wow. only made famous by his son, in a writer's meeting, who said, you know, my dad did this really disturbing thing when I was a kid. I mean, kid. did that kid nail it, though? Was oh! there anything funnier or more great, well done than... Festivus is one of the, the most airing legendary... airing of grievances. The airing of grievances. <laughs> the, the perfect character. To, I, to, to... George Costanza's father oh. is, is so legendary in that. It's just, it's hard to even... Now, uh, how uh, many... Do you remember... That's Ben Stiller's dad. Right, Jerry. Jerry Stiller, yeah. Oh, I, I, so I remember fantastic. there's a Festivus poll. Yes, you got the you got the tin pole. <laughs> they put up just a tin pole instead of the tree. Yep. And then you have the airing of grievances. Yeah, what are the more. other? Wondering if this could be like a a bonus question, or how how many rules of Festivus are there? The feats of strength. The feats of strength. <laughs> <laughs> now were these the kids' dads? Actual, or did they come up with them to make them funnier? 
No, he this. this well, like, pretty... were they true to Festivus? Yes, they were true to Festivus. These okay, so these were the things that he created in the sixties. Yep, and then of course there's Festivus miracles that have happened. So there's there's elements to this thing that okay. they made for the show, but uh, nothing better than the airing of grievances. Could you imagine a holiday? Where we all and finally start drinking. We will have we'll the sit around the table and instead of giving gifts to one another, we will air, air our, our grievances. It's the greatest thing ever. It's the funniest thing I've <laughs> it's ever. A, heard in my life. It's kind of like Thanksgiving. All right, what do you got for me? <laughs> I got two more. All right, so I need two. Got you here. Okay. What was the highest grossing movie of the 1980s? The 1980s highest grossing movie. Indiana Jones? Ooh. So say the the same guy who had the highest grossing movie of the 70s also had the highest grossing movie of the 80s and you got the right guy. Spielberg. But it's the wrong e. movie. E.T. E.T. Ah, I knew it was a Spielberg movie and I was like, "Wait a minute. Did he write E.T. on the set of Indiana Jones?" Because the interesting thing is Spielberg broke his own record Then he broke his own record again Do you know what he broke the E.T. record with? Schindler's List? No Good That was not anywhere close to It would have been awkward But same time period Oh boy, I don't remember What? Jurassic Park Oh okay, makes sense And then James Cameron Titanic. Broke his record with Titanic and then broke his own record Avatar. again with Avatar. So there you go. So we've had only two directors Records. since the mid-70s that have had the highest grossing Records movie Records were made to time. be broken. Nick, who is older, Snoop Dogg or Eminem? No way. There's no way Eminem is older than Snoop Dogg. That's why it's a great question, isn't it? <laughs> I just I can't. I, I know the way you're asking it that the answer is going to be Eminem, but I just, I just can't. I can't believe it. So I want to say that Snoop Dogg is older. Snoop Dogg is one year older oh, than okay. Eminem. All right. One So I got it right, year. even though it was a spread that I thought would be. One So how old was year. Eminem when he, or how old was Snoop Dogg when I was listening to him in 92? That's what I'm saying. No wonder he looks fantastic. It's, it's I'm, I'm thinking, this guy's been smoking weed for 30 look, straight look years. Look at Cheech. It looks fantastic. Cheech yeah, Cheech is one of the smartest guys I've ever seen. Ever in my seen. entire life. It, it makes really absolutely off no celebrity sense. Jeopardy. Why doesn't he run for president? Yeah, I'd vote for Snoop. You don't think Snoop Dogg could win? I think Snoop Dogg could win. Nah, I don't think Snoop Dogg could win. I think maybe Cheech would have a shot. <laughs> I'm all on board, Cheech. I like that. But one year, Nick. I know it's a question most people will go with Snoop Dogg, but I'm just amazed. Well, the fact that it's only one year makes, crazy. It, makes it amazing. Right? Yep. All right, what do you got? I got one more. Uh, meet the parents. I Speaking remember. of uh, Ben Stiller, we'll throw yeah, this at you. Sure. What was Greg, who was played by Ben Stiller? Greg Fokker. Right. What was Greg's fiance's middle name? Greg fiance. Mother Fokker. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> so you remember the scene? Yeah. <laughs> you're you're there. all over it. When, when they when they say you, her name in full, do it's you want something... her first name? Will that help you? Yes, Pam. Pamela, I can't remember, dude, but it's something like... You are like, so close. It's like, How it's could like you not get this? Martha. Martha, Pam, you got Pamela it. Pamela Martha Fokker. <laughs> so your name is going to be Pamela, Pamela Martha, Martha Fokker? <laughs> Martha Fokker. Our beautiful Pam. I was right there. I had it in my head. Our beautiful Pam. Martha that is Fokker. such a funny movie. The best is the, the bathing suit they make him put on when he plays that like water polo game in the first... Uh, the first meet the parents. Oh, man. And they're just humiliating him. And then he finally just boom. spikes the ball and, <laughs> and the hits face, the, the bride right in the face. Right in the face, breaks, <laughs> breaks her, her nose. nose. That is such a well-done movie. Way to go, fucker. <laughs> that movie's absolutely genius. All right, this is one that I had no idea. I was like, this can't be true. Uh, do you remember Seth uh, Rogen made a remake of, uh, of a superhero movie? He was once a superhero. Yes, I saw the movie, The Brown... No, the Green Hornet. Yes, the Brown Hornet is from <laughs> Fat Albert. Right, right, right. It's a fake superhero. Right, right, right. All right, so the original Green Hornet was a 60s television show. The role of Cato was played by whom? In the TV series? Yeah, 1967 to 68. No, oh, you know I've never seen the show, right? So is there some association that I should be able to work together to get to this answer? 
You're giving me. A, you're nodding. You're nodding on the radio. <laughs> so. I'm, tr- I'm trying to. I'm trying to. You're play shrugging, a, kind of. I'm trying to play a poker face that I don't uh, want to help you. I okay, just want to see right, if I can. So can... I'm going to say there's some association that maybe I would be able to figure this out. Cato, who was it played by? What is the? I'm going to say the association is not with Seth Rogen. Am I correct? No, I just I figured you would want to know, like, the reference of the Green Hornet. Like, who the hell is the Green Hornet? And obviously, I was just trying to make it relevant by right, right. Oh, so oh, oh know... okay. So it has nothing to do with Seth Rogen. No. Okay, I didn't think so. So that's no, it's not like no, Seth Rogen's dad or if something. Did, if you didn't know who the Green Hornet was and you didn't know who Cato was, it's going to be a pretty pointless question to ask you. You understand what I'm saying? So I figured, okay, right. at least if you right. knew what you're right. dealing with, you could guess okay. who played Cato. Well, there was another popular superhero TV show, Batman. Does it have any association with the show Batman? Not necessarily. Not necessarily. Okay, so it's not one of the guys that was on Batman. Nah, it's not like Burt Ward. Was yeah, that's Kato right. Okay, that's maybe time. where I was leading, right, 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 leading right. towards it. Jeez. Now, I'm just surprised because I. It's not Cato Kalen's dad. No, I would have thought that this would Named be something Kato. that everyone knows. And when I learned it for the first time this week, I was like, "What? What? So How you, did I not? You're telling me it's a, it, is that? it just a big star? Yeah, really, like the biggest star. Wow. Okay. All right. Well, that should help. So, what huge celebrity started out? By playing Cato in the 60s. All right. Well, that's what we're getting at. Okay. So now I and can, if you could think of now what, I could who try Cato's to... character is, maybe that'll be a little bit of a help for you. So you got you to put yourself into the, the, uh, the ethnicity of Cato. Bruce Lee. You got it. Bruce Lee played Cato wow. on the Green Hornet. Yeah, how did I not know that? How did anybody not know that? Wouldn't you figure like that'd be sure? He did all those movies, and there's just not enough right about after. Bruce Lee. Even no. like, besides Enter the Dragon, the like, fact they, that they he was another... a sidekick in a superhero television show, and the problem was they took him off the show because he was so good at what he did. It people made... weren't buying the Green Hornet. The Green Hornet looked yeah, like a buffoon. Like, right, that's exactly right. So the show failed because of how good Bruce Lee was. So then they saw how good he was, and they're like, "You should just do movies where you do all that stuff." And that's and the people movie. will watch it, right? And guess what? Biggest star ever in martial arts history, probably by a wide margin, right? That's a good one, man. Very good. Thank you, nice sir. Nice work there, digging that one out. I worked hard. Um, all right, you got. You want to end the show on on uh, on one more? All right. I don't really have anything worth. Uh, I gave you the Festivus. It was all for me. It was all Festivus. All right, so I'll leave you with this one. It is the holiday season, so. Oh, it is. I found oh. this pretty. I found this pretty interesting. Oh. Just kidding. I love the holidays. And we were talking about highest grossing film, so this fits in to to end. What film was the highest grossing live action comedy of all time until it was beat by The Hangover Part Two in 2011? What film was the highest grossing live action comedy of all time until it was beat by The Hangover Part Two in 2011? I'm gonna need some sort of hint because I just what 1992 this. film I believe, holiday up. film. Okay, Home Alone. Home Alone. There, there you go. go. That's why I said it's the holidays. Well, so okay. that's I was, fair enough. I was fair trying enough. to leave you. You brought me you. back there. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I love Home Alone. So that was the highest grossing comedy of all time until 2011, which now the grossing numbers are just so inflated because worldwide box office plus. Increase in ticket prices and whatnot. What is the most associated song you have uh, with Home Alone? Song? Yeah, I mean, because I'm looking at the soundtrack to it, trying to think of something that we might play as we exit here. <laughs> I mean, and I don't know that I have one. It's just basically a Christmas album. There's one that sticks out. There's me. the one where they're where he's um, rocking around the Christmas, right? Yes. Where they're playing the totally. Yeah, so yeah. he's making it like there's a party, yeah. and, and, and then the me, bandits drive to away. Me it's all about rocking around the Christmas yeah. tree. And he does that with, uh, and he's like, you know, doing. He's got all those things. Yeah, so it looks like everything. there's a party in yeah. there. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's that's totally uh, the one that I have. So we're gonna leave them with rocking around the Christmas tree. Oh my god, I can't believe I'm doing Christmas music for you already in December. But it's snowing outside. 
It is snowing. We're heading to Minnesota. So fair enough. All right, that's it for episode eighty-seven of the Quizzo Trivia Podcast. Everybody, we'll see you next week. This has been the Quizzo Trivia Podcast. Visit us online at quizzopodcast.com for more information. Rocking around the Christmas tree, let the Christmas spirit ring.